have done it, everybody. And RJ, you, you get to count too. Uh, we have officially beaten all of the teams that the NHL can throw our way, RJ. And it feels great after that huge 4-3 overtime thrilling victory from the Seattle Kraken. I mean, RJ, it was basically what we've come to expect from this road trip. A close game. Uh, the Kraken had two two-goal leads. Uh, found a way to still find themselves in, in extra time. But McCann getting it done again in the clutch. Absolutely. Huge goal from Jared McCann. Huge response from the Kraken. And this game feels so good because the Kraken were able to, yes, they blew another two goal lead, but I think in a lot of ways they were able to right the wrongs from the past three games of this road trip. And they end up with two points in this one. I thought they played really great in the third, another unlucky bounce, but you know what? You have the chance to overcome it. And they did, especially, you know, on the power play in overtime, they're drawing up that play, getting it all going. I mean, this one is a great kind of banner game. I feel like for the players, but also the coaching staff, just keeping everyone in the right headspace uh, and then also taking advantage of that opportunity when you had it. Yeah, great way to finish out the month of October. Great way to finish out the road trip. And, you know, RJ, when you watched how they all celebrated that win, right? Did you see Dave Haxtall on the bench with all the coaches and everything? You would have thought he just sunk, you know, a hole in one over at Flatstick Pub playing some mini golf the way he was celebrating there. Uh, of course, our sponsor for all these post-game lives. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I guess I should finish the sponsor read. Thanks to Flatstick for sponsoring podcasts like this, where we get to have ECH, uh, dance parties, these post-game lives. Oh my gosh. So much fun. Uh, so happy the Kraken won this one. Got, uh, absurdly sane with the super chat here to kick things off. Treats for Afra and Fuji. That's right. Let me get the treats here. Oh, and there's Afra. Afra. She knows. Afra's, Afra knows immediately. I think I just say absurdly saying and Afra knows to go ahead and, and hop up onto the bed. But yeah, I mean, this one was great, RJ. Two for three on the power play for the Kraken is something that I ha I feel like hasn't been totally talked about yet as, oh, can we get your, your costume in here, Afra? Oh, yeah. Afra's costume. costume. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. There's a stitch. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, two for three on the power play, RJ. I mean, that's something we haven't said about the Kraken in forever. Yeah, and and looking pretty good there, too. I love the way both power play goals came about. Um, oh, hang on. I'm sorry. We're going to have to wait for a second to talk about there the power go. play because I want to show Fuji Yay, to everyone. Fuji. Everyone say hi to Fuji. This is Fuji. the new kitten that I got. Been waiting for a win. Been waiting for the right moment, you know, where the vibe yes. just right. Uh, overtime win. Everybody. Overtime dance parties are, are good. Yeah. Hey, Fuji. Here, have some treats. Thank you, Absurdly <laughs> Sane. Yes. Oh, oh man. Treats have yeah. left the room, and now he's... <laughs> Uh, that makes sense. everyone say hi to fuji yeah. oh yeah now he's trying to fall no, i mean every, out of the room yeah everybody's <laughs> everybody's having a good time michael father canner hath saved us from oblivion he very much did <laughs> Lindsay, it wasn't pretty but they found a way brian victory at last it's official we've beaten them all nicole thank god we won but should not go to ot <laughs> This is a separate thing. We won now. That's what that yeah, and, and we can we can get into that a little bit later. We'll we'll enjoy kind of the afterglow of this win. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. Here we go. Hi Fuji. Hi Fuji. Oh, There's your treats. Stuff. 
that good oh, stuff. Oh yeah, he loves this, this. This is why everybody comes to us for Kraken coverage to watch. Oh yeah, watch, the most serious analysis. Watch little ones munching yeah. um, down on some on some good yummy treats. Oh there. yes, good boy, <laughs> Fuji. Um, all right. Uh, looking at stuff here, I like this one from Michael because this is something I, I picked up on too. Hi, Experiment Six Two Six, Michael. Starting Pierre Edward Belmar. Uh, to take that face off for overtime was immediate was an immediate change. It was smart by Dave from Michael there. That was something I noticed too, RJ. Like that was I I really like that. If you're gonna try to play a controlled style for overtime where you hold on to the puck, don't let bad things happen, all that kind of stuff. It makes sense then to start with your number one face-off guy, right? He can just skate right off the ice after winning the draw, which is what he did, but it set things up, especially against a team like Tampa that has the offensive firepower to really kill you in overtime if you give them the puck off the bat. Right. And you see other teams do this sometimes, put their best face off man out, have them go change. Uh, and this is something the Kraken really couldn't do last season because they didn't have anyone like Pierre Edouard Belmar, who you knew uh, was that much of a sure thing on the face offs. I, I love this move for the Kraken. I, I think I mentioned like a couple of weeks ago, I figured at some point out of desperation, they were going to do it on power plays. Uh, mm -hmm. is just have him come out there to take the draw. But that's really smart, really good game management there on the three on three. Love that strategy. Yes, definitely. You're just a little camera hog tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, feels nice to have the posts on our side for now. So, yeah. you know, feels nice to have the, the posts on our side from Coop. It right. It does. This was the confirmation bias thing I was talking about. Right. When it comes to all this unlucky stuff, we got to remember nights like tonight where we get those two big time stops from the post there, RJ. You can see Grubauer after both of them smile and big smiles. for. Grubauer I love that, that from him, too. Yes, that was so good. And um, yeah, I mean, look, the, the luck had to turn for the Kraken at some point. And it came at a good time. Yeah, it really did. And oh man, those those stops from the post twice at the most clutch moments feels like the puck luck starting to go the other way, which is is really nice to see. And I love Grubauer's reaction too. a lot of goalies. They would just try and not react or, you know, or feel like, oh, my God, I'm relieved. Um, but he's just got a smile on his face. You can tell the moment doesn't get to him. No, it doesn't. Uh, love the super chat from Becca. Thank you very much, Becca, for the super chat. Like the stream or the power play will get bad again. <laughs> So you, you heard it from Becca, everybody. You got to like the stream. We want more nights like tonight. Two for three on the power play, RJ. I mean, it was it was an example of, see, look, special teams can be that difference maker for the Kraken. Yeah, and this shows how good the Kraken can be when the special teams are clicking for them. They generally do a lot of the right things at five on five. And I think I said this you know, a few games ago when they were really good on the power play and the PK against Carolina. When the special teams are going right for the Kraken, they feel unstoppable because they're not used yeah. to that happening. And the, you know, the five on five play stays good. And all of a sudden, I mean, it just provides them with a huge boost. Yes. Yes. After everybody's in there, that's, that's where they're at. Um, <laughs> super chat here from Sean. Thank you very much, Sean. Just dropping by to say, maybe my live luck is changing. Next games for me are December 29th flyers and the winter classic. Truly hoping to meet you guys there. Yes. It would be fantastic to meet you and anybody else who, you know, is going to be around at those games. Uh, love to see everybody. Yeah. I, first off, love that you got the win tonight. That's great. Love that Sean. Thank you for the super chat. Oh, RJ. Oh, the winter classic it's getting closer we're, we're turning another calendar month it's it's coming it's coming yeah it's it's coming soon i mean certainly uh with the heritage classic happening the other day too it's really got me in that in that mind space thinking about the outdoor games how Definitely. fun it's going to be 
definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, let's see, Kaylin, I want to buy that post a drink. <laughs> I think we've all kind of got that feeling. Um, Gruos, the post a nice dinner, maybe some fancy wine <laughs> up here. Everybody getting on board with it. Comic binge with a super chat. We needed this victory like Spidey needs web fluid. No tears for me tonight. Thanks for the awesome post games as always. Hashtag read more comics. Definitely something I could get on board with there. Uh, you're very welcome, Comic <laughs> Binge. Thank you for the super chat. And a super chat here from Tati. In overtime, Kraken win and Afro and Fuji appearances. It's the best kind of post game. Let's absolutely go. Also loving the Stitch costume. I know I was at a little fair the other day and they, they had it. it. I thought it would fit her perfectly. It does. It's been fantastic. She's all ready for Halloween. Only it was too late, RJ, for me to get like a matching Lilo costume, like the wig and the mm -hmm. dress. That would have really, that would have. You really would have rocked that for sure. Yeah. Well, next year. I'll, she's yeah, going to have the costume. Year. So next year yeah. we'll, we'll work on that one. Uh, Jeremiah with the super chat here. Thank you very much, Jeremiah. Congratulations. I wanted to include enough booze for all the great Emerald City hockey fans. Excited to have you guys on this week. Happy the Kraken have beat all 31 NHL teams wild you're in the NHL uh yes really looking uh, forward to being on with you on Wednesday we'll make sure to have that link out for all of you if you want to tune in definitely recommend it we had a great time last season talking uh with Jeremiah over on his channel and yes I mean just a huge huge win RJ Kraken fans needed this one and you could tell the Kraken needed it too the way they celebrated yeah, in the worst way they needed this win. And um, yeah, they've beaten all 31 other NHL teams, which is awesome. Good to check that final team off the list. We knew from when we started this thing before the expansion draft, right? Eventually this day would come. This is another one of those milestones that we all get to celebrate. Uh, and I, I do like this comment on, on Twitter because I just threw up that stat, you know, yeah, Kraken have now beaten all 31 other NHL teams. Got a comment, you know, we've beaten ourselves too from time to time. Call it 32. I think that's a fair comment. <laughs> That's, that's that's pretty good. Yes. Uh, and we can laugh about it because, you know, they won and everything's yeah. good. Sergeant Pickle, no duds for this dance party. That is for sure. James, another two goal lead blown, but I'll be damned if they didn't gut this out. Schwartzy playing like a beast and no doubt coach going to figure out this two goal nonsense back on the up and up. It is true, RJ. I mean, I think this is this whole like two goal lead issue that the Kraken have uh they're going to leave this on the road trip. I have a feeling. And that's why partly why this is so important to get the win here, close out the road trip with the win, close out the month with the win, all that good stuff. And, and now you can kind of move forward using this win as, as momentum. Yeah, I, I think exactly. Keep it on the road trip. Keep that on the road. And look, Yes, they blew another two-goal lead. But if you watch the game, look at the way that it happened. They did everything right in the third period up until that unlucky bounce mm -hmm. uh, to protect that lead. I think they approached it the right way. They were attacking. They were getting time in the offensive zone. They did start sinking back in their own zone a little bit more as the period went on. But that's kind of natural as Tampa Bay puts on that push. But you look at that goal. That's not a prime scoring chance. It's just a, a weird right. bounce kind of off of a foot and everything. You did everything you could. You you played it the right way. And so eventually you do get the right result, but it's just, it's good to see them get rewarded for that. Definitely. Maderos with the super chat. I've missed being at post games, especially for wins. We've missed you too, Maderos. Definitely. Uh, finally, some goal support for the German gentleman. More goals than the first four games combined. 
uh definitely no Manderos has been keeping track uh yeah <laughs> i mean look this was this was the game that grubauer kind of needed in front of him right and you know as jessica said love to see grew smiling we talked about that with the post stuff but this was kind of a goal that this was the kind of game that i felt like grubauer needed rj right he picks up a w shows what he can do he made some fantastic saves in this one it was just an all-around great night yeah, and he finally got some goal support. And very early, I think that helps a goalie too. It's different just getting three goals over the course of a game versus just getting three in the first period, knowing having the goalie know that he can kind of play with that lead, knowing he has a little bit of that leeway. And this is the first time all season that the Kraken have scored three goals for Philip Grubauer. Sounds kind of crazy to say it, but um, the goal support, I think, did him a lot of good. Definitely. Um, we got Brian, three studs, Canner, Yams, and Gord. I mean, those are some good ones, RJ. Obviously, Brian Dumoulin also, I think, deserves a shout out, picks up his first as a Kraken. But yeah, you know, it's got to feel good for Yanni whenever he can score against the Lightning, pick up that first win against the Lightning, him and Belmar. I got to think they were excited about this one. Belmar actually had some pretty good chances in this one, I thought. You could tell both of them were really motivated, I think, playing against their former team. I mean, it's certain guys you can tell on those games against the former team that they're really in it. I mean, Yanni, he was he was what we know from Yanni Gord, right? He was the pepper yep. pot in this one. Uh, he was all over the puck, just trying to disrupt things left and right. And Belmar had some really good looks, too. Of course, has that big face off win in overtime. Mm -hmm. um, just lots of good stuff from both of those guys. And, you know, I, it seems like those lightning teams, you know, they've got a lot of teammates that they like. The banter goes back and forth. I'm sure, you know, there's going to be some friendly chirping after this one. Oh, definitely. Especially, you know, because also on the other on the flip side, Kraken legend, right? Barry Boulay gets a goal as well. <laughs> yeah, revenge game. For him. And you could tell he was that. motivated too. really anybody on both sides yeah. of these things uh, was was really motivated. Uh, Hayden Flurry was around the puck a lot. You know, he didn't maybe have the best game, but he got an assist. You know, yeah. he did assist on, on that goal, board. too. So, yeah, all the guys playing against their former team really involved. Definitely Gregory with the lemon lime Gatorade time, baby. Finally, we beat Let's Tampa go. Bay. Father Canner comes through once again. Very excited about this. I mean, again, it's been rough this year holding on to all of these. Uh, you know what I mean? Hope you don't leave them out in the sun. You know, make sure to refrigerate them. No, they stay on my desk up here. And it's it becomes like, you know, that bottle of booze that you just like you're waiting for like a special moment to crack open. That's what yeah. these lemon lime Gatorades are for me. Perfect. Oh, good stuff. there. Yeah. Um, movement on the power play, Rebecca says. Uh, yes. I mean, the power play, I thought, looked pretty different in this one, RJ. Like, it's just they, they were getting a ton of movement, especially on that last one. I know it's four on three, so there's extra space for everybody. Right. You get a little extra time. But that's kind of what I want the power play to look like all the time. And I think it's possible. I really do think it's possible. You can do it. We see other teams do it. I mean, there's no reason they can't involve this kind of movement. But what I really like about the first power play goal, too, is that you have guys going to different areas than you usually see. You have two guys kind of doubled up in the slot there for a rebound. And, and when you collect the puck there and, and kind of send it back to the point, you know, you you have Yamamoto just like kind of floating up high. And it's a way to use the bumper spot in a way that you're not necessarily directly feeding him the puck. But if you mm -hmm. can get those rebounds there, create second, third opportunities. Those are the kind of plays that beat any goalie, that just take the goalie out yeah. of the equation completely. And that's how you get rid of a scoring slump, is you have those kind of plays that no goalie is really going to be able to get to. 
Yep, definitely. Um, this one's from a little further down, but I want to get to it. Uh, Sarah's saying, couldn't watch, so I'd love to hear thoughts on the shifted lines today. So that was the big story kind of coming into this game, RJ, right? Haxtell shifting the lines again. We get Oliver Bjorkstrand coming up to the first line to play with Maddie and Ty Cartier. Get Jordan Everly bumped down to the second line to play with Wenberg and Schwartz. I thought that Wenberg Schwartz Everly line was really, really solid in this one, RJ. Like they created a ton of chances. Yeah, we were kind of talking about it uh, earlier today before the game, just like how it seemed like it maybe wasn't the most natural fit or it just didn't look right to us. But you're like, you know what? It's kind of so crazy. It just might work. Mm -hmm. I think it was. I think it was so crazy. It just might work. I didn't really see exactly where the chemistry was going to come from, but it, it all just kind of went together really well. Jaden Schwartz, it seemed like, was really energized being on that line. I mean, at the start of this game, he was the straw that stirred the drink for the Kraken through the first yeah. period, creating those three goals he was all over the puck tonight especially early on in this game and funny when he has those kind of games where you notice him like man Jaden Schwartz is on yeah. tonight the Kraken tend to do pretty well yeah they do I mean he's he's a really effective player right we talk about the Kraken maybe needing a power forward type he's kind of the closest to that that the Kraken have as far as his ability to go net front, his willingness to go net front. He wants to be there and kind of shake things up, but also he's got some, you know, sneaky good playmaking. And I feel like he's also a really good player through the neutral zone. And that's what I noticed a lot from this line, particularly him and Everly working together through the neutral zone, coming in, generating offense off of rushes rather than, you know, let's dump it in, try to gain possession and then cycle things around, which the Kraken have been doing a lot of this year. I really like the fact that they were kind of trying to focus on generating offense off of rushes. Obviously they had the two on uh two on one two on oh really um yeah two on oh it was a two on oh that they weren't able to totally convert but still that was a, another great chance for that line showcasing maybe some of the chemistry that they have together so yeah i thought the the lines and everything for the kraken tonight worked really really well good question sarah thank you for yeah, Jaden uh, schwartz with 22 minutes and 22 seconds of ice time in this one I know overtime yeah. factors into that a little bit on the power play, but still, that's a lot of ice time, even if you take out the OT. Yeah, exactly. No, they had a, they had a good thing going on tonight. Kraken Hawk, despite the record, the boys are going the distance with great teams. At some point, things will start going their way. I hope this is the start. Another thing you brought up on the deep dive earlier, RJ, the fact that the Kraken schedule so far has been pretty brutal as far as them facing all these teams that were playoff teams last year. And, uh, you know, the fact that, yes, you're, you're finishing up this little sequence here with a bunch of overtime games. But again, you, you picked up another w tonight makes the road trip what two one and one that's a pretty yep. successful road trip i'd say especially given five of eight of, points yeah especially given the level of competition that they were going up against yeah and i, mean, I think we talked about it before the road trip people were asking like well, you know what would you be happy with as far as you know points and i think yeah, it was something around the five out of eight points we'd be okay with yeah. or happy with even uh, just given the level of competition and how things are should get a little bit easier uh coming home here yeah uh Beep boop, please move McCann up to the first line. They need the offense. I mean, it's it's another one where, you know, you look at like the the kind of expected goals type numbers, RJ, and, and the Maddie line continues to kind of perform well. I mean, this is what I what kind of stuck with me, RJ. They need finishing. I will totally agree with Beep Boop there. I think we could all get on board with the Maddie line needs more finishing. But they are generating chances, RJ. And the thing that really stuck with me after we had the conversation earlier on the deep dive was watching this game. You just don't you're not even noticing Maddie defend because that line's just never playing in the defensive zone. Like that's yeah. something. 
It is. And you know what? I think Dave Haxtell might be realizing that's the situation they're in for at least right now until Maddie figures out the, the production side of things. And you know what? That line kind of played like a third line tonight as far as deployment and, and production. I mean, you look at uh, at five on five, they had the third most ice time and it was quite a bit of a gap. You had the yeah. Gord line with about 13 minutes. You had the Wenberg line with about 13 minutes and then you had the Beneers line with about seven minutes. Mm-hmm. So they really kind of were the third line in a lot of ways tonight. And I think Dave Haxtell just kind of adjusting to give more ice time, more opportunities to the lines who really were clicking and were producing. But you know what? For now, I think that's okay. If you're going to have Jaden Schwartz come out and play the way he did tonight, if you're going to have Yanni Gord come out and play the way he did tonight, you can kind of afford to have the Beneers line be a third line for you. Yeah, I, I think so too. And and that's fine. In the short term. In the short term. Yeah. You don't want it long term. But right now that's what the Kraken needed to focus on was short term. Let's turn things around here, build some momentum, build some confidence, bank some points. Is bottom line is what the Kraken had to do, and that had to be their top priority. Bahrain can't stay long, but A, this team will be the death of me. And B, I'm not sure you can say they sat back on a lead regardless of what the shot count says. I agree with that. That being said, RJ, we did see those kind of two moments where the Kraken really just kind of level off when it comes to, you know, generating any sort of significant uh, either chances in general and certainly quality chances. Yeah, I mean, after they scored their third goal, kind of from that moment on, including the the Tampa goal to make it three to two, uh, I, I did kind of send you a comment during the game like, OK, cool, three goals. Now let's park the bus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I think there was a little bit of that, but I think that all came to an end. Yeah, if you're going to show the uh, yeah, I'm going to put the money puck thing on there and you can really see it there at the end, too. Right. The, the second half of the third period is is basically a straight line like there's not much going on. And that was very much like a survive till overtime situation. But we talked about that. That's kind of what good teams do in this you know, point structure, right? You play for overtime, you get the points. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and that final line too, I don't think it tells the full story because I do think the Kraken, again, from the eye test, just my reading of the game, it seemed like they did have a decent amount of offensive zone time that just didn't result in shot attempts where they were just kind of cycling it around and, and salting away some clock and, and doing that kind of thing. Um, I mean, the one part where I will be critical is I think after the tying goal, after the Lightning tied at three to three, the Kraken did seem pretty shaken by that, and they were not themselves for a while afterward. They were very lucky that Tampa didn't take the lead in the aftermath of that one. So I think they they did escape that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, overall, good response from the start of the third period to that tying goal. Yeah, that's where the post really uh, came through for him there. Yep. Bryce, Kraken <laughs> beat every NHL team before every NHL team could beat them. Buffalo still winless against them. Yeah, that that's a pretty that's good fun. like yeah. milestone type thing for an expansion club coming in I, I think that's pretty cool like that um b we finally had a somewhat decent second period too like i was about to have a heart attack the whole time but it was definitely an improvement i agree with that the, like we did just talk about kind of the dead times but the kraken did respond i felt like rj kind of after the lightning picked up that second goal in the second period early on in that second period and the kraken really finished out that second period strong something they have struggled with so far this year yeah, and I think they had to know that it was a pattern. I think the, the Kraken, look, we've talked about it quite a bit. We did a whole podcast about these patterns of, you know, great first period, the second period, they kind of sit back. The team knows 
what's going on. They know they don't want that repeated. And I think they did make an effort in this game to try and not follow the same script, even though it, it was heading that way for a little bit. And I pointed that out. It was okay. Two goal lead in the second period. Jamie Alexiak takes a penalty. The other team scores on the power play to get within one. And you know what? The Lightning didn't tie it 11 seconds later. Um, so, you know, a bit of an improvement there. Definitely. Gary with the super chat. Thank you very much, Gary. Five out of eight points. Let's bleep and go. I'm sure I speak for a lot of us in here, but we needed this one. I think you speak for us. You speak for the rest of the people in chat, Gary, and you speak for the team <laughs> based yeah. on everything. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. Thank you very much for the super chat. Thanks everybody for the super chats. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Arctic, Autocat, uh, I just happened to buy a lemon lime Gatorade today for good luck. I guess I'll have to buy one every game now. So here we go. Lemon lime Gatorade time, baby. Love it. <laughs> do another one. Oh, man. And uh, Brendan, hey, Emerald City Hockey and chat. How are we all doing this evening? Time to release the Kraken, baby. Wow. What a finish to this one, huh? Unbelievable. Yeah, you got to see uh, the Jared McCann overtime magic this time, RJ, because you had to miss the Detroit game. I know it was good to see that actually, like as it was happening, instead of just hearing about it from a, a sports journalism class uh, at USC, but it was great uh, to see that one live and kind of just see it, see the whole play developing too. had it on the TV at home. And um, you know, it's just, it's nice to catch these games. I, I, I hate missing them. It kind of reminded me even more just how much I hated missing the Detroit one, but uh, good mm -hmm. to be back for it. Yep, Edward tuned in time for Dylan's sponsor promo. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Alex, I about Oh, go for it. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Alex, in the Battle of the Curses, Tampa's overtime curse proved stronger. They are now 0 for 7 in their most recent 3 on 3 overtimes. That is brutal. Wow. Yeah. So, Dylan, can I throw a stat at you? Yes. Because I was kind of researching this. So, uh, Jaden Schwartz with 22 22 of ice time tonight. That yeah. is his most in any game as a Kraken. Uh, okay. Most ice time since 2019 with the St. Louis Blues in a game against the Sharks in November. Um, but yeah, most ice time in any game is a crack and Dave Haxtell rewarding him for the game that he had. Look at you with the And that includes the playoffs there. last year, too. I thought maybe one of those playoff overtime games might yeah. have surpassed it, but no. Wow, interesting. That is pretty good. And, you know, look, the crack. if uh, Haxtell is going to ride the hot hand when it comes to being a net why not ride the hot hand when it comes to your forward lines right especially in a game like this especially given the overall you know situation for the crack and all that good stuff so um love to love to hear it and look at you with your with your stats department was that fuji does fuji do that <laughs> yeah thank you fuji <laughs> that one up for me oh man um uh barfugel uh um, best game for Borgen and the big rig, in my opinion. I like Ebbs on the second line, but we got to get Maddie going. I did think Borgen, again, back-to-back -back games, RJ, of Borgen having, you know, Kraken give up a breakaway oppor opportunity. Borgen has to defend from behind. And not only does he keep, uh, was it Kucherov? from being able to get, yes. a, get a shot off, of all off. people. Yeah. Right. He kind of keeps him from being able to get the shot off, but he does it without taking a penalty. That is so difficult to do when we've seen it now in back-to-back -back games from, from Will Borgen. And I mean, for me, I, I put it out on Twitter. I was like, this is just more proof that it really does feel like this year in that top four role that he's had RJ, he's really, he looks like a top four player. 
Like he's really just kind of taken that step there. Yeah, he's grown into that role. And I, I knew he could. I knew he had that potential. And that play is so much tougher than it looks. Ma- mm-hmm. Making sure you make enough contact, but don't get your stick up around the hands because that's what the refs are looking for. Yep. If that stick or anything interferes with the hands, they're going to call that penalty. And, and they're watching it too because that play had a long time to develop. They are laser focused, the referee is, on that play looking to see if you play it cleanly. And you know any excuse they get to call a penalty, they're going to do it. And, and yeah. Borkin, just to his credit, played it totally cleanly yeah and jamie lexiak doing a good job a little bit later on clearing out uh the crease puck line there in the crease jamie lexiak comes by grabs that makes sure uh everything was okay beep boop will Beneers score more goals than dumoulin this year i'm gonna say yes rj yeah i think so you know i i think give it the rest of the season i'll go with yes what what odds are you giving me beep boop that's what i want to know <laughs> after tonight what what good odds am i getting on this uh daniel uh, daniel groundhog day great movie but bad game flow (laughs) tell me about it (laughs) again they're leaving all this on the road trip they are they're definitely definitely going to leave it on the road trip Lindsay, it was the best of luck it was the worst of luck so many tampa posts first star of the game is the left post second star of the game is the right post third star is the crossbar Go for it. You know, it's about time. They're out there, RJ, every NHL game, every hockey game, right? These posts holding up that net, being in there, being being that steady rock for goaltenders the world over. It's about time they get some recognition for that. Yep. You know, hey, Marc-Andre Fleury, you know, he, he, he has the right idea, I think. That is true. Uh, uh, Joey was scared about overtime with Tampa's firepower and with all that space. Yeah, this is one of the few times, RJ, okay, and chat, right? Like, I'm going to just, everybody get ready. You can clip this. Where I will say I like the Kraken's overtime strategy of just hold on to the puck. Maybe don't let the other team have it. Send Belmar out there to take that first draw so you can you can win it and, and then hold on to it for a while. When you're playing a team like Tampa, I really, really understand that uh some of the other times i don't know i will i will take this victory lap here dylan i'll let that speak for itself that being said i will point out the kraken had two to almost three on that big stretch pass from adam larson really good offensive chances within the first minute of overtime in this one and they were actually firing the puck for all of those they they were they were a little bit more aggressive I, i will give you that before they kind of settled in yeah uh, both goalies were fantastic tonight, even considering the posts from Alex. A tough one for you to watch, I'm sure, Alex, both your teams there. <laughs> um, oh, Joey's going to the Winter Classic. Can't wait. Uh, Justin, we had Dave Haxtall himself showing emotion after this game. I know, RJ. Sorry you couldn't be there. You couldn't celebrate with him. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I mean, that was fun. The last time he had that big smile on his face and was asked about it post-game. I mean, that, that was a pretty fun moment. I wonder if he'll uh, get any questions on that after this one. I'll go back and look at it, and I'll clip the celebration because we need that for our video archives. Definitely. Uh, Joey will say, don't get down at a 3-5-2 first 10 games looking that we've played Vegas, the Hurricanes, Rangers, Predators, Blues, Panthers, Lightning. It's been a brutal schedule. It has. Kraken are getting a little bit of a reprieve here in the next little bit and they got some momentum so really really excited about this uh oh good one coop talk about a post game live am i right ah yes this was the ultimate post game it was definitely Lindsay. the kraken won my beer league team won the seahawks won the niners lost i beat my mom in fantasy football this week what a great 48 hours 
I, yeah, that's tough to that's tough to top, Lindsay. I know, man. Stay winning. <laughs> I was gonna say that's enough to get you through the next week of work, no problem. I would imagine. <laughs> uh, Todd, do you like the stream for extra crack and puck luck and more Gru smiles? Another good reason to like the stream there. Um, uh, Lindsay, Gru or Joey versus Nashville on Thursday? Already got to you know look at that far ahead, RJ. <laughs> Yeah, I think you do. Um, you know what? I, I would go back to Gru and let him kind of. Well, wait, no. Who played? Um, who played against Nashville at the start of the season when they lost three zero? Was I was just gonna say that was Gru, right? Because Joey came. I in think it was Gru. Yeah. Game. Yeah. But didn't Joey have a couple wins versus Nashville last season, or at least one win versus Nashville? I think so. So I look at the career splits like I always do oh, and see, but I, I would like to go back to Gru because you, you know, you want to keep that momentum going for him. You want him to feel that confidence coming off of this game. Um, yeah, I, I would go back to Gru. It was Philip Grubauer who who put up a great performance. He only and that's allowed... it was a great game. I was saying yeah, as a reason only... you should go with yeah. whoever. Was well, that's, in what there. I was, that's what I was just going to say is not only you know he had a nine forty one save percentage. He only gave up two goals on 34, 35 shot thirty four shots because one was the empty netter. I, I think you got to give Gru the the chance and the crack and the chance to make up for that game because that was you know that was a tough loss you know second game of the season. So I think you got to go Gru. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Coop, Gru played awesome, but do you guys know what happened on that Alexiak save? Gru was on all fours on that far post for so long. No, I mean, just sometimes, you know, you go down, maybe a guy was on him somewhere or something. I'd have to go back and look at it. Did you get a look, RJ? Not a great look, no. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you know, it happens. Uh, let's see, Joey, let's win next two to get to 500. I mean, it, you know, that, that kind of puts it in perspective, like, oh, okay, that's not so bad all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, you win the next two, you're right back to 500 and it doesn't look so bad. Yeah. Yep. Superfly next three games are Nashville, Calgary at home, and then Arizona on the road. Time to gain points if the Kraken want to make the playoffs again. I think they're in, they're in great chance. Uh, they're going to have a great chance to do that here. Um, Michael, these guys look like the Seahawks offense out there destroying teams in the first quarter slash period and completely missing an action for the rest of the game. Where are the adjustments, Dave? Glad they won. I thought they did better this game, though. They did. It's just, it, you know, the results didn't look that different until the end. But I, the process is getting better. What is it? You got to trust the process. You pull in that full of Danny Ainge. I didn't, I didn't say those three words in that order. <laughs> okay. They're all in the sentence though. Uh, uh, like, hey, Seattle team's got to stick together no matter what. And that includes their, uh, their, their funky ways of getting wins. <laughs> that's, that's what it means. Um, Schwartz looks so confident tonight for sure. Habak, Jaden for captain. I mean, look, he is one of the leaders on this team. No question. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, you know, he's certainly capable of doing all the things that a leader in the room does. I mean, the, the Kraken have such a good leadership group and they have a lot of guys you could make the argument for, whether it's Everly, Gord, Schwartz, you know, uh, even Larson, you know, um, it's, a, it's a big, there's a lot of leadership in that yeah. room is what I'm trying to say. And Jaden Schwartz is absolutely a part of it on and off the ice. Yep. Um, Rebecca's asking, is Schwartz healthier this year? Has he been practicing in his normal gear? He has been practicing in his normal gear more often this year. And I wonder, I hope that's because things are, are better with his condition, but um, you know, it might just be a different emphasis on, you know, the Kraken maybe needs some more practice with how this year has gone too. And there maybe is a little bit more urgency. I'm not sure, but hopefully that is a good sign for him. 
Definitely. Uh, Coop, shout out me for telling Axtell to run these lines, except I wanted McCann and Wedberg to be uh, swapped. So there you go. <laughs> and then uh, also from Coop, Yorkie really could have scored two on that first line, two unreal chances. Yeah, two on that one like um, shift, RJ, right? Where Bjorkstrand just had two like point blank in the slot. Like I was like, dang, those are going to help drive up the expected goals meter. Yeah, exactly. That I mean, really didn't need much more driving up without any actual goals happening. I mean, I yes. guess he's fitting in well on that line, right? Um, but he keeps generating chances. You know, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Joey's adding Blue Jackets and Red Wings have also never beaten the Kraken. That's awesome. Yeah. We got lots of teams out there. We, we, we were able to beat that thing through. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Bach McCann is developing into a clutch player who comes up big when we need him. He really is RJ, right? Like in it's just in the last one week sequence, he sent a game to overtime that they were down net empty. Uh, McCann sends it to overtime. And then with a beautiful play to set up Eberly to win the game in overtime. And this one, he comes through in overtime. Uh, and, you know, just along the way, he is really that one finisher that the Kraken can count on. And it's interesting because we knew he had finishing ability, RJ, but really before, this year, I don't know that I would have said he was like also the clutch go to, you know, three seconds left on the clock, get the ball in his hands kind of guy. Yeah, it felt like a lot of his goals last season were earlier on in the game. It felt like he'd score first for the crack at a lot of yes, times. That was kind of have goals thing. earlier in the game. And that, you know, there's value to that, too. Definitely. You get an early lead. That's really important. Um, but, yeah, I think we're seeing the goals kind of come in a different way for him this year. Mm -hmm. um, Mason, I wasn't the biggest fan of Borgen coming into this season, but he's proved me wrong in a big way this year. His stick work in the defensive zone is impeccable. He is. I mean, he's growing a lot. He's getting the opportunity, right? Some of this is just him getting an opportunity finally uh, to showcase that. And yeah, I love, love what that D pair has been able to do so far. Um, Edward, last Tuesday, I accidentally wore my Sounders cap because I mistakenly thought it was a Monday and not a Kraken game day. Kraken beat Detroit tonight. Oh, did you do it again, Edward? With both Sounders playoffs and Kraken in action, I went with the Sounders hat. Kraken beat Tampa. And uh, oddly now, Kraken 2-0 when I choose the other hat on game day. Yeah, 2-0 with overtime wins too, Edward, just to add to the, the special Stick stuff. Stick with there. it, yeah. Yeah, all right. So there we go. And maybe maybe let's uh, use up all the luck all the time. We'll save that for these big games like against the Lightning. Um, <laughs> just some, <laughs> some good stuff there. Um Let's see, Lindsay, is Borgen our best D-man in terms of bang for our buck? Our least expensive contract on D aside from Megna, but our most impressive D-man night in, night out. Well, okay, you're putting... You're going to argue Adam Larson, I yes, know this. Uh, go yeah, ahead, go yeah, ahead. No, no. And you know what, saying. I won't disagree with you. I think it is yeah. Adam Larson. Yeah, I think there's still something for Adam Larson. He's getting the big minutes. He's the guy out there on your first unit PK, right? Like all the stuff that you absolutely... When you need to rely on someone... It's still Adam Larson. And look, Larson is also, he's an Iron Man. He doesn't miss games ever. There's something to be spoken for that. Uh, he contributes offense sneakily, right? Six goals a year is just like his thing now. Uh, Got to match his jersey number. <laughs> Although um, he still doesn't have a point this season, Dylan. Needs to get on the score sheet. Well, he's waiting for me to be there, right? Like the week I'm up there for Thanksgiving, over Thanksgiving week, he's going to have a bunch of points. I guarantee it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Goals, I'm going to guarantee probably. it for him. Okay, everybody uh, <laughs> just do that. Um, but uh, I, I still think that one and, and the contract is what, like four, one, six. 
a year. I thought it was just was it four even? Is it just four even? It... I mean, that's that's really hard to beat considering he's a guy that is going to be playing top line minutes for you. I confuse yeah, his and Alexiak's. Yeah, it's just yeah, four even. Yeah. So I I still got to go with Larson. Yep, and I I can't disagree with you on that. It's a steal. Yeah, it's it is a good one. Um, all right, uh, I do want to read this one from Michael. I don't want to be a downer, but should we recognize Adam Johnson? Rest in peace. Anyway, NHL mandates neck guards anytime soon. So definitely, I mean, that was horrific tragedy. What happened to him? I'm sure if you've been following hockey, you're on Twitter, all that stuff. I'm sure everybody has heard about it. Um, well, we were going to talk about this, you know, on Red Glare later in the week, our mm-hmm. NHL podcast over on Patreon. Um, I guess just real quick, RJ, do you think that the NHL moves in that direction at all? Yeah, I unfortunately, I, I don't see them doing that um, just because it is such a, a rare kind of freak thing. And also, I you know, there's I think from a lot of players, there's going to be just, you know, concerns about it being uncomfortable or whatnot. I think, you know maybe it's the kind of thing you see in 10 years or so, or if certainly if an NHL player, if you have another like Clint Malarchuk type situation in the NHL, unfortunately, I think that's what it's going to take for everyone to really, for it to hit home for everybody mm-hmm. is to have it seen on NHL ice. And, you know, hopefully that never happens, but I think that's probably what it would take. And actually Dave Haxtall was asked this morning about whether he ever considered that as a player or, you know, why he feels there's the hesitation there. Um, and he said he never, never considered that as a player. And he even, you know, was, he was around when the Clint Malarchuk thing happened and, um, you know, was well aware of, of what could happen there. And he never really considered it as a player and um, didn't really give much of an answer as far as, you know, why he thinks players are, are hesitant about it. But, you know, the fact that he kind of had that mindset that he said, you know, I just, I never once considered it. I feel like a lot of players might think that same way. Yeah. Um, you mean Hackstall or Lowry? It was Hackstall. Oh, Okay. Just because I knew Lowry was a Panther. I wasn't sure if he was around for all that. Well, yeah, um, I don't know if he was. Yeah, it was in the question. I, I didn't go yeah. and check, but it was in the question. Um, the other thing is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's we haven't. I don't think has any NHL player since it happened worn one. Because it's not like there's anything um, saying you can't wear one now, right? Like, is it's it, a totally optional thing. One of the Carricks. I'm sorry, I don't remember which Carrick it was. Because, you know, there's there's two um, around yeah. the NHL. But one of them, I believe, uh, tweeted that, yeah, he's going to start wearing one as soon as it arrives, that he's ordered it. And I know the, the EIHL has, uh, the league in which it happened, yeah, has mandated. mandated all of those by the end of the year. And the reason it, they waited so, you know, or you know, have it by the end of the year is just supply issues. Um, yeah. But I think you're going to see some players do that. I mean, I always think of uh, Thomas Plakonic uh, as a guy who, you know, had that from a, an early time. You know, I think you're going to see some players uh, start to wear those. Yeah. So we'll see if, if it becomes something that like, you know, the newer generation kind of gets used to if lower leagues start mandating it. Right. For I think you will kids, see that. Major I think junior. you'll start seeing it in like yes. juniors and whatnot. Yeah. You'll start seeing it like that and then it'll creep in. and It'll be just like visors where then at some point the NHL will will put in a, a rule grandfather in place it. and they'll grandfather it in. Um, that's the most likely course of action for for anything big like that. Um Let's see. Habak Penguins had a two man advantage that led to an out of box shorty with a couple of seconds left in the game to take the lead against the Ducks. Yikes. That's an interesting sequence. I'll have to look at that one. Yeah. Um, Jake, wearing my hockey gear to work tomorrow for Halloween, home blue or road white. A little scared to get the white jersey dirty, but I never get to wear it. Oh, that's a tough question. Everybody, I, I hope uh, people have already um, 
maybe answered in chat for Jake there. I love the white jersey. I wear my Larson one from time to time, but I do understand there is that fear, RJ, with white jerseys. Do you want to have to be careful around the Halloween candy, though? Like, you know, you're going to be around Halloween candy. You're going to be around a lot of treats. I I would go with the dark jersey just because it's going to show less. That is that is definitely that is definitely true. All right. Well, there you go. That's that's, I guess, the official ECH answer. I can get on board with that. (laughs) Lindsay, (laughs) Dylan, were you vindicated that Yanni's daughter confirmed that the big cat is the funniest Kraken in the Gourds with Gourds video? I haven't seen it yet. I got to watch it. Uh, But yes, of course, I'm vindicated. I mean, it's, it's Adam Larson. He's the best at everything. Why wouldn't? be the funniest on the Kraken. There yeah, and as someone who you know spends a lot of time around the team, I can confirm he's my pick for funniest. I was gonna say she wouldn't be the first person I've heard tell me that who would be in the <laughs> know. So there we go. Um Joey going to the winter classic. That's awesome. Can't wait to see everybody there. Um let's see as your resident Wenberg hater I need to shout out Wenberg for drawing that OT hooking call I was yelling no 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 yes the whole time from Coop well I love that you could admit it I love that you could say that Coop and it was I mean that was great you know it's it's hard to draw a penalty in overtime RJ right refs don't want to call stuff in situations like that but hey Wenberg trying to split the defense go down the middle there right like that's that is how you're going to draw calls yeah, that's an aggressive play to go right down the middle like that and, and risk even, you know, losing possession of the puck. And then you've got to chase it for however long. Um, you know, good to see that from Alex Wenberg, who you don't always expect it from. And, you know, I know he doesn't have a goal yet this season, but if you can't score a goal, then, you know, you might as well draw a penalty. Let the goal scorers like Jared McCann go and do it for you. Yep, definitely. Rebecca saying white jerseys for the successful road trip, though. That's a good point. Good points. Oh, that's that's close. If you feel comfortable washing the jersey, you just have to be prepared that you might have to wash the jersey. Yeah, you know, you work on it or whatever. That's fine. Just do it inside out. It should be okay. Um, I've washed pepper spray out of my Kraken jersey. So yeah, you can do it. It's doable. Yes, you can do it. It's not. It's not gonna be the end of the world. You know, if if there's like one dedicated time to eat, you could always maybe take it off just for that, something like that, or wear a big bib. And go as mm-hmm. a Kraken fan baby, maybe. Just just a mashup. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, absurdly saying Borgen took a nasty gash to his throat in college, did he not? He did. And he you can did. see that scar on him to this mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so he might be one really to scary thing. you know ask about that. I mean, not to not to bring it back up again, but it's you know, it's an important issue. Like I wonder what his Has, thoughts are on it. Did anybody on the road trip ask him about that? Uh, not that I know of. Um, and I don't think they got him before the game. Well, cause you know, it would have to be since that yeah, happened that's and, and that's just this game. I don't think there was a pregame availability with Borgen, uh, before this one. Yeah. Um, Mason RJ, we need context to the pepper spray. I will also say uh, Jessica pepper spray story. Uh, and I will also say everybody, you know, feel free. I'm at the bottom of the comments. So if I skipped you earlier, feel free to throw in a comment here at the end and, um, we'll, we'll get to it. All right. So here, time for the pepper pepper spray story. Sounded like a dentist from Always Sunny comment. Yeah, Yeah, just just casually mentioned the pepper spray thing. All right, I'll try and tell the pepper spray story quickly. Um, Actually, there is a Philadelphia connection with this. So that's kind of funny. There certainly is a Philly connection. So it was the Kraken Flyers game last season uh, in Seattle. And there was uh, it was a snow game. There was a bunch of snow outside. um, And it was time for post game live and I had forgotten my earbuds. 
so that we could do post game live properly. And my wonderful girlfriend uh, brought them over to me, walked in the snow from our apartment. You know, it was a quick walk, just a couple blocks, but she walked from our apartment um, to meet me at the arena to give me my earbuds in the snow. So she's walking back and um, actually she went to the game. A friend had an extra ticket. And so she's walking back from the game and she's wearing the Kraken jersey that I have. Um, and so she's walking by the dicks that's in, in Queen Anne, right by the arena. And there is there are some Flyers fans there. And then this guy shows up on a like one of those not like hoverboard type of things, but there's a wheel and then the platforms on either side. Yeah. Guy shows up in one of those starts like yelling with the Flyers fans and just sprays a bunch of pepper spray at them. Like in the middle of the road, they get hit. It's all in their eyes, but she was caught in the crossfire cause she was right there. And it just like downed her. Cause that stuff is strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she is just like on the ground in the middle of the street in the snow at night uh, with pepper spray in her eyes. And she can't see anything. Thankfully, like some people were able to help her up, bring her over to the, the Dick's burgers. And she had actually just grabbed a burger there. And so that was just like on the snow, cold in the ground at that point. Uh, the cops arrived and you know, we're questioning everybody about what had happened. So then. I finish with post game live. I'm taking a nice little snow video of the arena. I'm like, this is so pretty. And I get a call from her and I'm like, Hey, what's up? She's like, just come to the dicks. Like right now, please just come, just come over. I'm like, Oh geez. Okay. So I run over there and I like walk by and I see a guy in a flyers Jersey with just this giant thing of like snot drool, whatever, just dropping from his face. He'd just been pepper sprayed. Like what the hell happened here? And um, so, yeah, then I asked the cops where she is. They direct me over to her and um, yeah, it was uh, it was a whole event. So she got pepper spray all over the Jersey. We had to like wash it and make sure it was like really out of there, wash it a few different times, but it stood up to the the washing pretty well. Uh, And, you know, Dix replaced her burger for her. So they were really nice about that too. Yeah, no, it was a crazy story. I remember getting text about that the next morning because, you know, we finished post game. I go to bed, whatever. And it was just like it was really, really wild. Um, But yes, glad she's OK. And, and everything ended up, you know, OK. Uh, so not good. And of course, it's at a Flyers game. Like there's a Philly yeah, connection. Yeah. It, you it, know, it has happens. to be. Yeah, no, it would only happen with the Flyers in town. Um Kalen spots on white jerseys can usually be cleaned with Dawn soap and dabbing. If needed, add baking soda, wash on cold inside out, then line dry. No heat ever. Yes, definitely. You wash them inside out always. And the, the Dawn soap, especially with the baking soda is legit on whites. I mean, that's what my mom used to use to clean my sister's karate gi all the time, right? Get the sweat stains out of it and just anything like that. You got white t-shirts maybe with some stains use that. It totally works. Uh, good call out there, Kalen for sure um jessica dawn saves ducklings and jerseys definitely 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 be such a good game i uh, thought borgen yamamoto and schwartzy were all great and grubauer love to see it definitely definitely pablo good night guys work at 5 30 uh, tomorrow morning finish doing the rebottle at my job go to work at 5 30 with everything new love you guys love you too, pablo thanks for stopping by everybody reacted to the story now it's all coming in yeah this is a, it's a wild story yeah it is there's no way uh there's no doubt about it oh man uh coop did y'all know what maddie was doing in overtime he lost the puck then just kind of stopped playing looked like maybe he wanted to change but got stuck halfway in between led to that wide open 2v1 i'd have to go back and see it but i, I think you kind of answered the question right like if you're you know you're looking to change and you just get caught up in the situation 
that's the one, you know, that's what the Kraken hope to avoid in three on three overtime, why they want to hold on to the puck as much as possible, because it's really easy to find yourself in that situation. You know what I mean, RJ? Yeah, it's a tough decision that you have to make. And, you know, you never want to go get a change. And then there's a rush against you. And all of a sudden, you're not out on the ice. And, you know, the other person can't contribute. And it, you know, kind of looks like your fault. Um, and I know Maddie, you know, he's got such a good motor. He's got such good stamina. I'm sure, you know, he probably believes I, I can get back into the play. Just, you know, give me a chance. But it's tough when you're caught in the middle like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Medeiros, I'm hopeful we can turn things around for good. Season one was fun because it was all new, but this season is a little emotionally tough. Whiplash from last season, definitely. We're all having to kind of deal with that in a big way this year. Uh, I mean, it threw us off, you know, on the podcast. We were just like, I don't know how to structure this. Let's just kind of talk, right? Yeah. You know, we're, we're even struggling with it too. Yeah, today's deep dive, very kind of free-flowing, just talking very conversational between rj and i uh very much what we do behind the scenes so i guess you know also let us know if you do enjoy that that style for the deep dive uh we'll, we'll take a look at it um rayanne with the super chat here thank you very much rayanne um blue liners representing on thursday definitely i mean they kept they came up in a big way for this one rj right helping out Gru bauer um doing well done picking up you know more points on the power plays right like it was it was good stuff from them yeah well i think also um ray i'm maybe talking about on thursday with the blue line package uh, for like the ticket holders and everything on the Thursday, that that next home game back. I haven't kept track of the record with the red line and the blue line this season, but I think it's, the blue line's doing better than last year. It's the opposite of last year, like right. kind of thing. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. 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 So whatever the split was last year. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Definitely. Definitely. Um, let's see here. Uh, Alan OxyClean and lukewarm water in a bathtub for stains at Borax. If the stain is tough, Adidas jerseys are less prone to stains as much as the fanatics breakaways are. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, that sounds like that. That seems like it would work for sure. Um, Cole love Maddie, but how long until he gets moved down a few lines or healthy scratch to get the point across? He's playing top line minutes, but barely putting up fourth line numbers. Well, as you brought up earlier, RJ not getting top line minutes, right? Tonight there was, yeah. you know, pretty clear. He did not, his line did not get as many minutes as the other lines. Part of that is the other lines were playing a little bit better. Again, his line not playing bad. If you look at the the underlying numbers, um, you know nothing was literally nothing against RJ zero right now on money puck on ice expected goals against. You are a hundred percent when it comes to expected goals while on the ice. The Matty Beniers line, uh, it's just that they didn't really generate any chances worth much themselves. But um, yeah, getting half the time of those two of the Gordon Wenberg lines in this one, so it's yeah, already. But you happened. take that from a third line, yeah. No, it's definitely it's already happened for sure. Um, let's see. Is Maddie overthinking and not and just not playing loose from Rock Todd? I, I, maybe. I don't know. I think he's just playing his game and offense has never been the number one priority for him. Yeah, I think you know his game, it it doesn't always guarantee, you know, converting on those plays doesn't always guarantee goals and kind of lives or dies by those streaks. Yeah, but, def oh. but defensively, like it's yeah. always there defensively. But I'm just saying the scoring it. We saw it happen last season, too. I think with with how great of an overall season he had, we forget about that's, you know, 11, 12 game stretch where he just wasn't scoring. Definitely. Uh, Daniel need to start Joey versus Calgary He's the only goalie to beat them. It's true, RJ, the legendary Joey decor performances against Calgary. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, I missed one of those, actually. <laughs> that was did, last yes. year, the 5-4 win uh, when I was going to, to talk at USC. So, uh, you know, he's definitely got the touch there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some more uh, birthday wishes for Medeiros. Love to see all that. Um, I, I wished you happy birthday on the day. That's that's what you get. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> happy birthday again, Medeiros. Um, absurdly saying Emerald City Hockey and laundry advice. Yeah, well, that's what we're here for. Yeah, it's again, we're just a place for the community to come together to talk about Kraken related things. And that includes Jersey care, right? There's big investments jerseys these days. Oh, absolutely. Especially these days. I know jerseys are so expensive and yeah, laundry advice, you know, dance party with some laundry advice. Like, you know, who else, who else provides that? Exactly. Um, Coop, he just needs to score once and he'll be back. Maddie's the goats. Lindsay, are the ducks just like good now? Beat the penguins today to get to 10 points of the standings. Or will they regress to the mean? I mean, it is starting to become crack and relevant, RJ, just because of how the standings are. Um, I've, I've been dying to talk about the Ducks for a little while. Maybe we'll start doing it soon. Uh, but no, I think the Ducks are, I mean, look, new coach. They've got a ton of young guys up right now, right? Now, it's not just Leo Carlson, but like Minchikov picked up a pair of assists tonight. He's looking good. They've officially handed the keys over to Mason McTavish to kind of run that team. Uh, the Ducks are kind of ahead of schedule. They look like it early on, but put me in the regress to the mean camp. I think they're eventually going to settle down here. They will at some point because I still don't know totally about the defense and and certainly goaltending. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, you know, they are they are still on the horizon. Like they're going to be a problem, uh, you know, in the next couple of years. So uh, but yeah, they're, they're definitely one of those teams that you look at ahead of the Kraken in the standings and you go, OK, well, we can make up ground there. Like that's, that's a team we can, we can yeah. jump. We can leapfrog. Um, Edward Emerald city laundry live. Good advice. <laughs> Love it. Make, make the sticker. We'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Michael, it's my dad's 65th birthday. Shout out to him and shout out for him paying so much for hockey. When I was younger playing for Seattle junior, definitely shout out to Michael's dad. Uh, happy birthday. And yeah, I mean, all the parents support all the kids playing youth hockey. It is rough between the cost and the early mornings and the time it's a lot <laughs> yeah it's a big commitment time and money certainly with the gear and everything yeah big shout out uh, to your birthday and and you know shout out to my parents too for uh you know spending all the time money everything for hockey growing up i've got a, a beer league game at showware center actually later tonight but uh, you know just grateful for all the all the time and work they put in so that i could keep playing the game i love definitely um coop i feel like it's easier to win when you have absolutely nothing to lose the ducks this year the kraken last year it does help the no pressure really does help uh you you win some of those games pablo do you see the kraken getting a goalie in free agency no i mean they they've got grubauer locked up long term uh joey's around now they're 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 set in net yeah absolutely grubauer's long term joey's for another year that that's the goalie tandem yeah Will there be a tailgating meetup for the Winter Classic? That would be awesome from Rand. We are definitely going to do something for the Winter Classic. I've already got my flights booked for up there. We're, we're, we're yeah, we're going to do kind something. I'm waiting to see the schedule events of events because the league's going to have a whole bunch of stuff around that. Yes. And so we're going to try and kind of figure it out there. Yeah, we got to build it around like the media schedule, the, the stuff they're doing. You know, there's, they've got, uh, well, I think that's after, right? The season ticket holders being able to skate on the ice. That's after the game is played. Or is it the lead up? The lead up? 
I don't know. And then we've also got some questions, too, about whether there's going to be like a junior game, I think, between the Thunderbirds and Silvertips, yeah. maybe on the 30th or something, too. Yeah. So th they definitely are, are looking into some things uh, and they'll have that ice and, you know, events all around the Winter Classic. That's something that the league has talked about, even like right after they made the announcement. Mm -hmm. I imagine they'll have a schedule of some of those, maybe a month out or so from the event. Uh, and then we can kind of really start getting into the details of those uh, when that comes out. Definitely. So a little bit too early to start planning things definitively, but yes, we, it's going to be a big party for sure. Oh, yeah. We're going to be there. We want to see as many people as possible, all that good stuff. And Hey, we're going to, we want to do some, some live events, you know, at, at our sponsors too, including Flatstick pub. Want to want to get out, especially to that South Lake union location, RJ, the one that all the Kraken fans go to before and after the games, take advantage of those game day specials all season long over at that South Lake Union location. I want to go in. I want to see, I want to see the decor. I mean, you can kind of see it there on there, but it just looks like such a cool place to be all the colors. I want to play some mini golf with people. Like it just sounds like so much fun uh, to do with everybody. So shout out again to Flatstick for, for sponsoring the post game lives as always. Thank you all for joining us and watching this one for being here for the dance party. And especially thank you to everybody who gave the super chats to really, really, really appreciate all the love and support from all of you. We will see you all um, after the game on Thursday, right? That's the next game. It's, it's that home game against yep. the Predators. Yeah, so it should be a good one. Good night, everybody, and uh, we'll see you all next time.